with Amy and Fee. You're listening to part two of our chat with Alex Manzi. And in this episode, we talk about the importance of self-care and taking time for self-care without feeling guilty. Alex, you were so honest about um, how you just, you recognised your feelings um, and recognised you needed to recharge so that you were able to then um be your better person or better self as it were um later in the week do you feel guilty did you feel guilty when you made that decision um no <laughs> is the answer oh, I'm so no. jealous. <laughs> because because you know what i know that understandably right by putting myself first by taking time for myself by having that little bit of solitude it just allows me to then be better for everyone else you know, like I was, I was saying before, if if I just carried on the week as normal and forced myself to to go through the rest of the week, I would have been not very nice when I was chatting to my girlfriend or short or moody or agitated. That's, that's not the true representation of me. That's the exhausted, you know, not being selfish version of me. Like if I want to be really selfish, then I have to learn to take care of myself first so that I can be the best I can be for my family, for my friends, for my girlfriend. If I'm going to be the opposite and beat myself up about and make myself feel guilty for wanting to take some time for myself then who am I who am I truly trying to please there am I trying to please everyone else or am I trying to please myself and it's like you know if like to me it all comes back down to, to kindness right so it's like if you're if you're really willing to show kindness to yourself and a level of kindness to yourself then you're treating yourself with respect in a way and it's like if, 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 you know, one of your friends or your kids came to you and you said, oh, I'm feeling exhausted today. You're not going to be like, well, do you know what? Get on with your work and get on with your homework. You've got all this stuff to do. You'd be like, do you know what? Go and take a nap, you know, have a rest, take, go outside for a little bit. You, but we don't do that with ourselves. <laughs> we, we force ourselves to do stuff. And it's like, if, if we were talking to someone else, the way we talk to ourselves sometimes, we'd be horrible people to everyone, you know? And it's like, we, we need to just be kinder with ourselves. And I think to me, that's like what, self-love self-care is all about really that's brilliant nodding away you were saying something similar the other day amy weren't you and i think one of our first podcast about we need to start treating ourselves the way that we treat our kids like we tell them go and take some time out go and have some fresh air go and do something that you like but but when it comes to ourselves i mean you are you are better at it than me i'm learning (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to ourselves it's like "Mm." I haven't really got time to do that because I could probably do this, this and this in that time instead. And I find it really hard to let go and, you know, just find a few 10 minutes, even 10 minutes. But I am trying because what you're saying, Alex, makes complete sense. I think I am, you know, snappy, irritable, grumpy. If I haven't, if I've gone for days and days without taking a break for me. I think it goes back to um something we've discussed before, Fee, which um because I I'm the same. I am I'm a horrible person to myself. I, if I spoke to my friends like I speak to myself at times, I wouldn't have any. Um, but I've worked very very hard to be aware of my feelings, and I think 
I used to try and do everything. I used to, the more stressed I was, the more I'd actually try to put on top of myself, the more pressure I would do. Um, but actually it was that time we discussed the fact that I went and got a bath and it sounds like such a small thing. And Alex is going, oh, you got a bath, well done. Clap. But um, the key was I went and I locked the door and I had nice music on in the background and I read my book and I couldn't really hear anything that was going on um, because the kids were downstairs with my husband and the world didn't fall apart. I didn't empty the dishwasher and the world didn't fall apart. And that sounds like such a silly thing but it was a little bit of a realisation that no one else had considered that me going to the bath could be an issue. They'd gone, yeah, all right, make sure you take a glass of wine. We're going to do this, this and this. Yeah. There had not been a bat of an eyelid by anyone except for myself. And it was a bit of, oh, aren't I cheeky? I'm, I'm, going, I'm going for a bath. How, how, how naughty of me, how decadent. But really, it... It wasn't because I came down and there was, instead of when the kids go to bed, by the time they're in bed, I literally go, love you, go to sleep. But I was actually able to go, I love you, see you in the morning, you know, have a proper conversation rather than just do the bare minimum and go and collapse on the sofa. So it is all about practice. And in that episode we had with Claudia about the small muscle with meditation, I think you can apply that to everything. If you do little and often, even if it's just one minute outside in the garden, breathing your fresh air with your cup of tea, um, if you make it into a habit, it's more likely to stick and you're more likely to see that it, it has a more positive impact than a negative one that you're worried about. Totally agree. Alex, did you find, do you, when you take time for you, do you wait until you kind of the, the trigger thinking, oh God, I feel really exhausted or do you actually schedule it into your week? Yeah, that, that's, that's a really good question because it's something that I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to figure out more of. Like I was having a conversation with, with a coach the other day and I was talking to him about that situation of like the other weekend where I felt really knackered, blah, 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 and took some time for myself. And he was like, well, how, how often do you build nothing into your day in general, like doing nothing? And it's like, it's true. Like, I'm, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm sitting here like the Dalai Lama or like some grand Buddha who's meditating on the top of a hill saying, look how fantastic I am. Like, I'm still, not, I'm not perfect in any way. I'm still trying to figure this stuff out for myself. And it's like, all, all I'm really getting from it is like, being more aware and being more conscious of when I do feel like that, using that as either a, a, a signal to go, well, maybe I need to just take some time out and go for a walk or, and, and, you know, go for a walk without having to feel, there's, there's two approaches, like going out for a walk and just walking and coming back, you know, within the hour or whatever, or going out for a walk and looking at the clock going, I've got, well, I've got to be back in an hour because I've got this thing to do you're not your walks experience is going to be very different right so it's like being more aware of like when i'm having those moments going okay well let me just take some time to do something and just get away from the screen get away from my desk go for a walk you know even just go and chill downstairs put the tv on or i don't know do something that just gets you out of that 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 way and i think it's like finding those moments in your days really key i haven't quite worked it out exactly yet how it looks because i i I'm like, well, I take loads of time for myself in the morning. Like I said, I don't switch my my phone until 10. Like that's time for me, but I'm still going through some sort of routine. It's not really nothing because I'm still 
doing my workout, doing, you know, doing like having my breakfast, having my shower, like meditating in the morning. Like I'm still doing, so it's almost like a checklist of stuff to do. So it's like actually how, how can I fit more nothing into that? And it's, I think that's a really, really interesting question because then you, you start to reflect on, well, what does nothing actually look like to me? What do I count as nothing? You know, is it literally just having a nap or, you know, just lying down and, just staring up at the sky for a few minutes or you know taking that time to have a cup of tea and just sit and read the newspaper or do you know what I mean like what what does nothing look like to you and I think when you when you sort of clock that you can then go okay well this is a moment where I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed or a bit stressed like let me go and do nothing right now and I think that's when you start to see the power in it is like when you do those little moments of five ten minutes doesn't have to be like like I said a whole weekend of like being away from your phone or social media it's like find those little pockets of time throughout the day and then how does that compound over the week over the month over the rest of the year that's that's where I find it very interesting I think you know it's it is about practice isn't it and I think uh, in, in our podcast particularly I think we do have a lot of parents and and our whole kind of tagline is finding me time when there is no time because as parents it's uh, yeah <laughs> it's full on but actually um we've been saying you know like you were saying about claudia telling us to meditate at the side of the football pitch both of us have never even thought of doing that before because you have to be there when they're training and then there's a football game but it doesn't mean that you have to be mentally present. Your mm-hmm. physical presence needs to be there. And I had never even thought of it that way before. So I don't know about you, Amy, I'm quite looking forward to going back to football to just kind of meditate at the side of the, the pitch. Obviously not on a yoga mat and <laughs> positions. I think the coach would probably be quite pleased if I did start being quiet on the side of the football pitch, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe it'll benefit everyone. <laughs> but no, I... I think that is incredibly inspiring, actually, Alex. I like listening to you talk about it because I genuinely believe, I can tell that you practice what you preach. Um, it's something that I say a lot, practice what you preach, because, you know, you can. I can say all these, oh, go and get some me time or go and sit this, but if you don't do it, it um, I think you can tell. And I think you can tell that you're, um, you do do these things. And I like the fact that you don't feel... And you don't feel guilt for taking time off. And mm. I'm so envious of the fact that you are now in a I don't know if you've always done it again, whether it's a new thing where you don't pick up your phone till 10 a.m. That feels alien to me. Um, again, was that sort of a, a conscious decision? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you know, the first thing, you know, a lot of us use our phones as our alarm clock, right? So it's like yeah. your alarm goes off, you hit snooze a couple of times and then you then you turn it off. You look at the phone to see the time and it's like you're faced with like X amount of message notifications, social media notifications, email notifications. And it's like, I'm just starting my day in stress. Like I'm just seeing straight away. I've, I've got loads of stuff to get on with. And it's like, that's not how I want to start my day. I want to start my day refreshed and I want to start my day feeling like nice about myself. And it's, it's, it's actually when, when I started going to the gym properly, like five years ago or so was when I realized the benefit I was getting from not being on my phone from first thing in the day, because it's like, I'd, I would go first thing in the morning. So I'd get up at like 6.15, 6.20, my alarm would go off and I'd be in the gym by seven because it was like a five minute jog from where I was living. 
and I had like an hour in the gym. I'd leave at eight o'clock and it's like my mind was so clear in the gym. It was so empty. And then the second I walked back out the gym doors, looked on my phone and saw the notifications. It was like, it was like a switch went off in my head and it was like, everything was like a hundred miles an hour again, like, like all of these thoughts going on in my head. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Like that's, this is happening every day. Like every day I go to the gym and walk out, the same thing happens at the same time. And I start to realize that I'm looking at my phone at that moment and I'm straight away thinking I've got my to-do list to do. I've got these messages to reply to, like who's who's done this, who's done that? Should, do I need to check my Instagram? Like what's, what's going on in the world? And it's like all of this stuff. And I'm just like, wow, it's just filled my head up so, so quick. So I was like, well, if that's happening, what happens if I take more time in the morning to like not, and the, the 10 o'clock thing's only really been since lockdown this year. Cause I'm like, well, I don't want to be checking my phone within that first couple of hours that I'm awake. Like, why, why do I, I don't have to, the what again, like what you were saying before, Amy, when you, you know, take your bath, it's like the world hasn't crashed. I mean, you know, maybe it has crashed around us a little bit, but like nothing, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the world hasn't ended. Like there's still, it's yeah. still happening around us. Like if I don't check my WhatsApp messages or my Instagram DMs, or my emails before 10 a.m. Like, it, am I going to miss that much? No, probably not. But I'm probably going to get a lot more value from my own life by doing that. And I think that's the kind of thing that I, I've learned really is like, just make it easy for yourself. You know, I think that's the key, like really to all of this is like, we we think it's overcomplicated on how, even like how to meditate, how to be selfish, how to have me time. Do I need to schedule it in? Do I need to like confirm it with other people when I want to take me time? Like, just make it easy like it ha that, that's the that, that's the beauty of it it's like the more simple it is like the more pure your experience will be of that me time so like me going to the gym like that's really basic that's just me walking into a a different building and doing a workout but i was getting so much value from that time not just physically mentally as well i mean emotionally and it's like you look at that and you go well that's so easy like it doesn't even have to be a gym that could have been walking around the park. It could have been, you know what I mean? It could, it could be anything. It could even be a different room in the house. Just go and sit in the living room for an hour and, you know, have a cup of tea and, you know, do some stretching or whatever, which is, you know, pretty much what most people's daily you know lives are looking at like now. Right. So it's like there's simplicity in that. It's easy to do. And the easier it is, the more pure it is to do. If you're trying to force yourself to do it and like, I think that's when the guilt sets in, you know, when you're, you were saying earlier about feeling guilty about taking time out for yourself. And it's like, yeah, like I did used to really feel guilty for it. Cause I'd be like, Oh, I've got all this stuff to do. And what about all this to do list? And if I don't, if I don't do stuff today, then I'm going to have to do it all tomorrow and the next day. And, and then that means I'm probably going to have to do like more work on Saturday. And I don't really want to work on Saturday. And it's like, no, cause I just make sure I get it all done before Friday, the end of Friday. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way, but we we get caught in that thinking. And it's like, actually, if you release yourself from those thoughts and just go, actually, if I take some time for myself today or tomorrow, or whenever it is, I'll actually be able to do the things that I've got to get done in a better way. It won't be rushed. It won't be sloppy. It won't be, or, you know, I'm not going to have a lack of focus. I'll actually be more focused. I'll be more creative. I'll be more dedicated to it I'd be more productive with it and it's like that's that's the power that you get from having that time and recognizing when you need it my I am just I'm just like yes I could just talk about this for hours nodding nodding yes yes I, yeah I could talk about this for hours because I think that's something that um I'm starting to recognize the um 
constant connection with um my apple watch buzzing or yeah. my phone buzzing and i said that last weekend um i took my watch off for the whole weekend and again i am the sort of person that thinks i should reply to things straight away as soon as the message comes and if i don't i feel really really guilty but then i sit and think but people don't always reply to me straight away and i don't think negatively about them i just I don't even think about it. I'm just like, oh, this person's replied or, or, you know, but I think you're right. We are caught up in this. Everything is instant and connected, whether it's my, you know, even going for a run because I track my runs on my watch. I thought I turned like most of the alerts off, but every now and then I'll get a message coming up and I've caught myself nearly falling over running because I'm looking at my watch, <laughs> trying to sit, scroll through what's going on. Um, so I think that is a really interesting point and it's almost going backwards in time to a time where we didn't have all the access to everything straight away and we had to wait until we were in the office or, you know, we turned our computers on and our and modem had dialed up before we started to get our information. I'm so going to take from this conversation right now. I've just in my head made this de- a conscious decision I'm not going to switch my phone on till 8.30. I know that sounds quite early, but bearing in mind I get up at six and I do kind of start work at nine. So like to not turn it on till 8.30 would be a massive challenge for me, but I'm, I'm going to do it because the first thing I do in a morning is look at my phone Yeah. and I will waste yeah. half an hour of my morning. And then I can feel myself getting anxious. Like, I need to do this. Oh God, I've got to respond to that email. I need to, I'll do that in a minute. And then I've got this to do. Oh gosh. And that someone's just reminded me that I haven't finished that piece that I was supposed to have done. And your head, you're starting yeah. your day really hyped in a negative way. Yeah. And I can't I'm leave gonna, it. Try that. I'm try yeah. It. And it's like, all you want to do in that moment is actually just enjoy your coffee and your breakfast. It's like, you don't want to have all this stuff going on in your head. And it's like, the, the the biggest the biggest game changer for me is just airplane mode it's like i don't even have to switch my phone off it's just airplane mode i put it on airplane mode when i go to bed put my phone on charge and then when i wake up i still use it as my alarm but i don't see all the notifications because they can't come through and it's like yeah i think that that approach is so so good and I, I, what i was going to say is actually like anyone who's listening it's like you know it doesn't have to be you know a two two and a half hour window just do the first 20 minutes of your day the first half an hour of your day just don't look at your phone or, or put it in airplane mode and don't take it out for that first 30 minutes that will be you'll get you'll get such benefit from it honestly if you if you do do it and you, you listeners you know please do let us know if it's made a difference because i'll definitely i'm definitely gonna give it a try are you gonna try it amy I'm reluctantly considering it. <laughs> <laughs> I would very much like to, but I don't know if, my, if I'm if I'm able to, which is it's a different routine. question, probably. It's, it's routine, no, it? I would like to. I am. Um, I rely very heavily on the Calm app overnight, um, mm. but I but that does ruin it because if I because it works really well, but. Um, there are certain times of the month where I wake up heart racing and I need to go back to it. And there's a really good meditation about going back into a sleep after you've woken up and struggling to get back. But unfortunately to do that, I go to my phone and I'll see someone's sent a message. And so even at like one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, I'll be lying there listening to the meditation. I'll go, wonder what they said. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I should, maybe it will impact my sleep as well. I'll try and turn my phone off by nine in the evening as well. That was my new one because I was—I mm. got three hours sleep last night. 
Uh, my kids sleep brilliantly. Uh, everyone in the house sleeps brilliantly, even the dogs, apart from me, I don't sleep. And that's because I answer emails until I go to bed. I don't switch yeah. up. And I know yeah. I am my own worst enemy. So that's what I'm going to try and do is shorten that time online and just kind of switch up at a certain time, not switch on. It's going to be a challenge, though. I'm going to wait yeah, and, and see how you do, Fee. Yeah, but do you know what it is as well? It's like it's very easy when you're working in an office, right? Well, when we were working in offices to you leave the office at seven, six, five, whatever. And it's like, all right, I'm not going to check my emails till I get back in. But when you're working from home or even you work for yourself, it's like you feel so dependent on like the level of work and like feeling the need to check your messages and your emails all the time. But it's like, it's not serving you like long-term, like it's not, it's not doing you any favors. If you're checking email, I'm not, not just saying that, you know, to dig you out for you, but just in general, like it's not serving you to, read emails up until you go to bed because you're, go you're going to bed with all of that stuff on your mind and it's like yeah, even the reverse yeah exactly it's because you've, you've got all this stuff and it's like it's there and it's like for me it's like well don't look at my phone or, or, or watch tv an hour before I go to bed like I can read I can there's there's loads of things I can do can journal which I don't do but I'm just like throwing stuff out there that can be done in that time meditate have a bath and there's so many things you know give yourself a little face treatment like there's so there's so many things you can do in the hour before you go to bed which doesn't involve a screen and i guarantee you, i mean there's lots of science and data to back it up like guarantee you'll sleep better <laughs> i hand out the advice and i don't follow it myself but you yeah. know it's perfect sense yeah screen time is not good for your sleep and actually reading a book before you go to sleep has the same effect on your brain as meditation yeah so i mean definitely for me because i'm a slow reader so it's like it takes me forever to read a page and then by the time i got to the end of it i'm like <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what it's been absolutely amazing talking to you alex and i think we could probably keep you all afternoon because you're so interesting <laughs> and i want to know more and i'm sure everybody who's listening will want to know more so where can they find you um well yeah like i said thank you for having me it's been wicked to kind of chat with you guys and and just yeah i love having these kind of conversations like it's i do it day to day through work and through the podcast so it's, it's fascinating to just do it with new people all the time um so to, to find me online you, i am on instagram i'm on tiktok twitter but i don't really use twitter and the handle is i am alex manzi um you can listen to the podcast in the moment with alex manzi on spotify apple or wherever you listen to your podcast um, and i've also got a book which is called the search for clarity which kind of shares more of my story and my learnings over you know the past seven or eight years um and some of the real deep stuff that i learned along the way and that can be grabbed from my website thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash clarity thank you so much alex thank you Thanks for listening to Selfish. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. You can also subscribe to our Saturday newsletter, Saturday Self Care, by heading over to selfishpodcast.co.uk. I need a little time for me to just be free of the daily. Earth.